With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. How is everyone doing? I know this is a bit uh, a day late for everyone that you're used to this coming out on a Monday, but as I said on last week's show, I was on the midst of a four-day NHL roadie slash bender with me and my crew, and yeah, it was a fun time. Good times had by all. We didn't kill each other. That's a win. And um, after yesterday, I just took a day just to basically, you know, recover from all of it. Because, yeah, we got back late Saturday night, but I had to get back into work and everything. And Monday morning, I was just in no mood to uh, to do this show. So will there be a Tales from the Road? Now, perhaps a little bit, might sprinkling things here and there, but not sure right now if I'm going to devote a whole episode to it, as we have some Bears hockey to get to, as this past weekend was the annual Canadian road trip for the Hershey Bears. Oh, can Narf our home and line? Actually, I, I kid, I kid. Any hockey fan worth their salt knows the Canadian National Anthem. And the boys traveled up to the Great White North and started on a Friday night, which I kept my eye on from afar as Friday night I was in uh, Pittsburgh to see the Pens and Sens go after each other there in western Pennsylvania. And, <laughs> oh boy, was that a thing. That a thing. Um, my thoughts on it to be talked at at a later episode. I don't want to delve into 
all the things that happened on the road as in, as we're talking about what happened with the uh, with the Bears. So the boys are up in Eastern Canada taking on Le Rocket de Laval, site of the AHL All-Star Game in two weeks. And this time, it's going to happen by Thunder. And the Bears have been on a bit of a good roll here throughout January, really getting their offensive weapons. And you can tell the fan base is really starting to get behind get behind this team as we're starting to see the weapons come together. And one thing that, that I think might worry some Bears fans is meddling is well, health for one thing, but two is meddling that the trade deadline is in six weeks and the capitals are probably going to make a move. Now, unfortunately um, a lot of teams are pressed up against cap space because the uh, salary cap has not gone up the past two years because of <laughs> COVID. And teams just have a lot of dead money and players on LTIR. So even though a lot of teams want to make trades, they don't have the room to do so. I think I read on um, on Twitter, like 17 teams have little to no cap space to work with, and 27 teams have players on long-term injured reserve, which that's dead money because you're paying them to heal up. So that leaves only really five teams who can really do anything. And two of them are Anaheim and Arizona and who wants to deal with them. So I think the Capitals are going to do something at the trade deadline. Not sure about Laviolette being fired, but it's something to keep an eye on. And I think that this team is really good. They are. I'm just cautiously optimistic. Let's put it that way. But enough about that. Let's just head on up to Eastern Canada as the Bears took on the the Rocket Deal of Album. So used to saying it, affiliates of the Montreal Canadiens. And the Bears came out flying in the first as I was keeping an eye on it as I was watching the, uh, the game as well. And this was... Like you had a good amount of penalties on both on both squads, including the Bears taking an early one. Mike Scarbosa, a four minute double sticking, uh, high sticking double minor, which means there was blood, but thankfully nothing really came of it. Ro- the Rocket would get into some trouble as well as Xavier Samu would go off for slashing, and then. Gabriel Bork, delay of game during the same penalty. So the Bears, five on three with this squad. They better come home. Come home. And Mike Scarbosa wins a faceoff. Ethan Frank looking. Joe Snively shoots. He scores! Joe Snively again. Third goal in three games. Joe Snively is third. Ethan Frank with his 13th. And Mike Scarbosa with his 20th assist of the season. Heading for some career numbers. Mike Scarbosa doing good work out of him, and the Bears are up one nothing. All right, nice job, guys. And we're getting near the end of the end of the period, and the Bears are still pressing again. They're up twelve six on shots. That's what this team's got to do. And Mike Scarbosa able to get a puck in front. He scores. Mike Scarbosa with six seconds left in the period. That's a sin. That's a shame. And the Bears are up two nothing at the end of the first. And I'm watching this as we're walking around 
as we're walking around PPG Paint, hearing some dipwad behind going, damn kids need to get off their phone and learn how to walk. Yeah, I would do that if this entire freaking concourse wasn't full. <sighs> God, the arrogance of some Pens fans, I tell you. But all right. And um, so the boys, it's 2 nothing early. Great first period. Nice job out of the boys. But familiar problems for the Bears start to come back as the as the Rocket did get Dylan McArath in a fight as him and John Parker Jones. John Parker Jones. John Parker Jones. That sounds like a lead singer of like a California garage band. Go off five minutes for fighting each of them. Uh, Beck goes off for tripping. And then Lucas goes off for high sticking. Not a team you want to take down. And the Rocket are able to get one as Joel Teasdale was able to fire and rip one past Zach Fukali, And he scores on a rebound. Um, Tinsdale, his eighth. Anthony Richard with his 20th. And William Trudeau with his fifth assist of the season. All right, we'll be fine. Back to five on four action. We're a pretty darn good penalty squad, penalty kill squad. And like with the five minute power play, all right, give them one. Give them one. Just don't give up another one. And then Anthony Richard from the point deflected. They score. Joel Tuesdale again. Originally given to, to Richard, but later changed his Tinsdale. Just tipped it. 2 2. After two, as I'm walking around PPG and. Not something you want the Bears to do. I mean, we've heard about how good defensively this team is. I mean, we're a really good five-on-five squad. And the special teams are going to need some work. As we head later on into the season. This is not... And don't try to tell me, well, well, they'll get better. They just need to go around. There's no they'll get better. We're kind of beyond that point as we're hitting the halfway of the season. So third period we go. And the Bears are being horribly outshot 31-20 to at the end of the second. Now, with the NHL action I saw over the weekend, three out of the four games had shot totals of 43-41 and 41 by the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. Purely an offensive game, boys and girls. But neither team yields or backs down. And we're going to overtime. And I'm stuck in a parking garage in Pittsburgh. Horribly stuck in a parking garage. Because a stupid lift gate won't go up. And I just... And and I saw my Penguins win. I did. But I have to go out into the street of Mario Lemieux Way and hear drunken Pens bros go, Let's go, Pens! With white claws in their hand. And... My, we're all upset. I want to get out. We have a freaking noon game in Buffalo the next day. And I have to deal with drunken idiots. And Chinese knockoff um, Crosby and Malkin jerseys and Latang jerseys everywhere. <sighs> all right. So we get in the car. And again, we're stuck in the parking garage. We're just, we, we're not going anywhere. Concrete and red lights as far as the eye can see. And we're going to overtime, a little three-on-three action. And Mike Vecchione gets called for tripping. And you've already given up two. 
You, they have a four-on-three, two-minute power play with about three minutes left in the five on in in the overtime. So, so this is pretty much going to work off the overtime, and the Bears got to try and get it here. They're able to block some shots, and Fukali making some nice nice saves. Alex Bruzil gets rebounds the puck back up toying to Apabello over to Tisdale. Wines fire scores. Hat trick, ball game, game over. The Rocket win it. 3-2 the final in overtime. Joel Tisdale gets his 10th. Peter Abandonado gets his 19th assist. Alex Bazell gets his 12th assist. And that's the game. Bears lose in overtime and nick a point. So... As some of you may think, well, you're going to go off on the guys for this? Oh, a little bit. I think the work kind of speaks for itself. In all honesty, the work speaks for itself. Bad penalty kill. Bad penalties. You played 20 minutes. And actually, you played 40. And you nicked a point when maybe you shouldn't have. Which tends to happen. So, I'm not too upset over this. We're not going to see Laval again. We're not going to see them. All right, fine. Here's your point. Enjoy your all-star game in Eastern Canada. So the boys had to get back on the road and go at it once again and face an old friend in Troy Mann, and we'll get to that right after this. But before we continue on, Bears fans... Four NFL teams left and two conference championship games. Only a few more shots to win big in the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Not a new customer? You can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot and even bigger payout when boost your winnings with each leg and add up to 100%. Of course, many of you Bears fans out there are Eagles fans out there. I see you wearing the green out there as we have Teddy Bear Toss and the NFC Conference Championship coming up. The Eagles, of course, are heavy favorites coming out of the, the NFC, taking on the San Francisco 49ers and should be a fun game, one that will be watched definitely at Giant Center, getting ready to toss the Teddy Bears. So remember... Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 250 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes in the details. And now, back to the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone, going back over this weekend's action. The O Canada, the annual Canadian road trip, everyone. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook for sponsoring the show and might be looking into another um, sponsor as we go along. So we go to Saturday, Saturday night as the Bears are taking on the Belleville Senators. Of course, Troy Mann the old Bears bench coach, and Todd Nelson looking to change things up as we headed into the game on Sunday. On 
Sunday, on Saturday, there at the CAA, and rumors persist that this might be it in the next year or two for Belleville as new Ottawa management will be coming into play. These two teams have not played each other this season. None whatsoever. So it'll be interesting to see how this sets up. Me and the guys were watching from afar from a um, uh, comfort in in out near Binghamton. Or sort of in that Binghamton, Elmira, New York area. The southern tier of New York. The southern tier, the part of New York that nobody ever tells you about. <laughs> so first period we get underway and, and Belleville still... Uh, wearing their whites. We're still doing the whole whites thing. And um, it's actually kind of boring between these two. Actually, there's a whole lot of nothing that happened in that period. And the CAA, I will tell you, everyone, does not look good on television. It does not. Um, It was a former home of the Belleville Bulls, which was, I think, um, a CHL team or some, some sort of Canadian Hockey League team. And it look ever, looks every bit of it. So yeah, don't expect the HL All-Star game to head there anytime soon. And I guess it was just more or less, talk amongst yourselves. It was just more or less of teams just figuring themselves out. I mean, two teams that never really played each other. And you could tell the Bears, you know, they wanted to press, but nothing was really happening. And we go to the second. And early on in the second, Belleville pressing a little bit. Scott Sabrin out in the point. Long wrister. It's in. Top corner gets it in. Scott Sabrin. Oh, my goodness. Did Hunter miss that? Did Hunter miss? It just went in. Oh, your goaltenders? <laughs> Silly me. Uh, Yeah, it was uh, Hunter Shepard taking on Kevin Men- Mendelosi. Their third string goaltender, Anton Bebo, has been injured. Their second goalie, some guy, I have no idea who it is, was injured as well. So, yeah, they're on their third string goaltender. And we're down one nothing. Great. And the Bears just really can't get anything going. They can't. Belleville's getting them out to the point and off along the boards, but nothing's opening up along the insides. Me and the guys are just in the in the room downing pizza and wings and nothing. This game sucked. It sucked more than the lack of variety of television channels we had in the room. The room. It, it, it was just bad. At the end of the second, it's 2-0. It's 2-0. Uh, Bears leading on shots, but not leading on the on the part that le- that counts the most. So, all right. Okay. Fine. We head into the third, and the Bears get a power play heading into the third, and they are 0 for 6 on the power play so far. 0 for 6 as the as the Senators would get into, definitely get into some trouble. On the seventh power play, over to Ethan Frank. Wines fire scores! Ethan Frank, our precious baby boy. 17th goal on the season. Hmm. Do we start talking rookie of the year in the AHL consideration for Ethan Frank, possibly? He's working his way there. Ethan Frank is 17th of the season. Scarbosa, 21st assist. 
Connor McMichael, Das Wunderkin gets his seventh assist of the season. Belleville gets gets a power play as Lucas goes off for hooking. The hook is the crook, Jerry. The hook is the crook. And Beck's able to knock it out. The zone, Gabriel Carlson, tipped up to Beck. He skates in. Backhands. It's in! It's in! Beck gets him on the backhand. Just goes over the shoulder. Oh, my goodness. What a bad... That's that's third-string goaltending there for you. I'm going to take it as Beck Malenstein gets his third goal of the season. Gabriel Carlson, his eighth assist, and Henrik Rybinski, his seventh assist. And that is the Bears' second shorthanded goal of the season. Our last shorthanded goal was all the way back in October. Yeah. Yeah. So... 2-2. Fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. But only a couple minutes later, and this is kind of a funny story beyond this, I'm I'm in the bathroom and I'm listening to this. And and I'm there. I'm kind of like work, you know, I'm done pulling my business and I'm hearing LaPierre over to Pilon. He scores! Oh my gosh, I gotta go tell the guys. Wait a minute. Put your pants up first. It's up first. Get out of the bathroom. The guys, we're in the lead! We're in the lead. Joe looks at me. Pants. Yeah, I'm holding them up. We're fine. Fine. Jesse's in the corner dying laughing. But like like yeah. Yeah, this is what ha- this is why you don't listen to hockey in the bathroom every- <laughs> everyone. This is not. Garrett Pilon gets the goal. 3-2. Hendricks Lapierre his his um 12th of the season. 3 goals midway through the third. And all right, let's put this little baby to bed. They pull the goalie with three minutes to go. And the Bears just, they got this. Scarbosa chips it out. Vecchione gets it up to Ethan Frank. Empty netter. He scores. His 18th goal of the season. Vecchione's 18th assist. Scarbosa 22nd. Clock runs out. Go warm up the bus. It's Canada. You have to. At some places, you might have to plug it into the outlet just to keep the uh, engine block warm. But Bears win it 4-2 the final. And your three stars for that game were Ethan Frank with two goals, Kevin Maldonado with uh, with 30 for 33, and Hunter Shepard 23 for 25 is your first star of the night. Bears win it 4-2 the final and get three out of four points on the Canadian road trip. Good bounce back game for the boys. And yeah, you get three points, three out of four. You win the weekend, technically. You win the weekend. Um, Laval, you should have, but with the way you came back against Belleville. But to be honest, everyone, the Bears won the game for only playing 20 minutes of hockey. They played in the third, and as much as the Bears won it, the Belleville Senators equally lost it. And that's why they are in last place. That's where they are. But I'll take it, as the boys needed it with a very busy weekend around the American Hockey League. So let's take a look where things stand in the Atlantic right now, as the Bears are still in first place with 57 points, as we've only got 33 games remaining. 33 games remaining, everyone, and we're hitting the end of January. Love, hold, and hug this hockey season, because it'll be gone before you know it. Providence still holding on. 
uh, to second place with 54 points. And, well, <laughs> Charlotte, 44. Wilkes-Barre, 43. Lehigh, 43. Hartford, 41. Springfield, 41. Bridgeport, 41. Third through eighth is separated by three points. Yeah, that's how tight things are in the Atlantic division. It is Hershey, Providence, and everyone else fighting out as six teams are battling for four playoff spots. Um, if it did end today, the best of three play on playing rounds would be Charlotte versus Hartford. Ew, with all three in Charlotte. Ew. And Wilkes-Barre versus Lehigh with all three games in Wilkes-Barre? <laughs> and the lowest of the two would face the Bears, which... Could end up being either Wilkes, Lehigh, or Hartford. Woof. But anyway, we'll deal with that when the time comes. In the north, Toronto on a 10-game winning streak and, well, 8-game winning streak and 10 road wins in a row have them at 56 points, leading the north. And Utica has 46, Syracuse 42, Rochester 41, Laval with 38, Cleveland with 35, and Belleville with 34. It is Toronto versus everybody else in the North Division. And that'll do it for a bit of a short but sweet episode of the Grits and Barrett podcast this week. That's what happens when you go on a road trip. Tales from the road will happen sometime in the near future um, about this said roadie. Uh, things are going to get interesting over the next month, everyone, because it's Teddy Bear Toss Week, Bears fans. But we'll deal with that on Friday. The Bears have a game against the Phantoms tomorrow night, 7.05-ish start there at the PPL PPL Center, weather permitting. What permitting? Who said that? Who said that? But we will we will keep you up to date about all of the Teddy Bear Toss stuff as we go ahead. Again, Tales from the Road will happen from this probably sometime in February. I do have one more road trip, which won't take place until March. That is March 9th, 10th, and 11th, as the Bears double dip up in Providence. But that's a far ways off. But everyone, have a great week out, out there. Go out there, get some last-minute teddy bears, and get those throwing arms ready. And I'll catch you next time. Go Bears! Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. 
The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears!